Did you know that the cost of raising a kid in the first year alone can soar up to thousands of dollars? As a new parent, you, just like I was, or did, might be stepping into a financial minefield without even realizing it. Today, I'm going to uncover some hidden financial pitfalls that catch many new parents off guard, including me and my wife, and what you can do to sidestep them before they hit your wallet hard. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome to the New Dad City Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin P. The lead up to that moment is a whirlwind of emotion. You're nervous, you're excited, so get comfortable, grab yourself a notepad if you want to take some notes. You know, it's just, it's going to be completely unexpected. Do you feel like having kids stopped like your big plans? Like, why can't they be part of your dreams? This intense connection can sometimes make dads feel on the sidelines. Hey guys, welcome back to New Dad City Podcast. It's me, Kevin P. And today I wanted to expand on the wealth side of being a new dad from personal experience. I really enjoyed doing that budget spreadsheet video. I know it wasn't the best of audio episodes. So if you guys do have Spotify... You can watch the video on there. Don't do it while you're driving, mister. If you do want to watch it, go ahead and head over to YouTube at New Dad City and look for the budgeting spreadsheet video. I believe it's the same title as the podcast. It should be. If not, shame on me. But go ahead over there. Go watch it on YouTube. And if you don't mind, hit that notification button after you hit that subscribe button. The following over there is growing huge. Apparently, people like budgeting and people like my fitness that I do as a new dad with my quick workouts. So anyway, let's move into the the episode today. I want to start off by, you know, talking about the potential financial pitfalls. And I I briefly touched on this in the other ones, but I, I I want to really hit home with this because it's something that I personally didn't, didn't think about. And I I needed a reminder every so often when planning for when Axel was getting here from the moment we found out Erica was pregnant to the baby registry to even now when he's approaching six months old, which he'll be six months in two weeks. What the F you know, God, and it's true. They grow up in the blink of an eye. You don't understand it when people are like, oh, yeah, they just grow up in the blink of an eye. You better cherish it. I understand it now, and I'm eating my words. It's like a huge foot and mouth moment. But anyway, anyway, enough, enough of rambling on. Um, uh, recognizing the uh, potential financial pitfalls. Baby essentials are huge. And... And many new parents, including myself, I I didn't realize how quickly the cost of diapers, formula, and now child care that Axel's in adds up. I didn't know how to plan for it because I was dumb and didn't go and put it in my budget because I was like, oh, we'll figure it out. Like, you know, my paycheck's good enough. Um, And and he won't won't shit his pants like this, you know, that much or whatever. Wrong. Wrong. Diapers are expensive. Formula can be expensive. Luckily, Axel's tummy has calmed down. 
He is on solid slash pureed foods, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure there's some self-righteous dad out there or mother who's listening to this or just some know-it-all person who doesn't even have kids. It's like, oh, they're not on solid food yet. It's puree. Whatever. You get the idea. So costs now are starting to go slightly down because I am making my own food. I am steaming and boiling my vegetables. I'm blending it in my Ninja blender and carrots at food line costs 99 cents a pound. You know how much freaking money I'm saving on that? And he loves carrots boy. So I've reduced my financial spending because I actually am looking into this. It takes 10 minutes out of your 24 hours a day, minus whatever you're sleeping and working, to figure this stuff out. It ain't hard. And for quick maths, the the weight of a pound is 16 ounces. Most baby jars of food are 4 ounces. So 16 divided by 4 is 4. So you get 4 servings of 4 ounces in a pound. So therefore, if I do 99 cents a pound of carrots, I'm spending roughly $4 rounding up. Versus like a dollar twenty to a dollar fifty on four ounces, so I am spending quadruple the amount on a jar of shitty Gerber food that's pumped full of sugar to make it palatable for your kid. You get what I'm saying? Just do a little bit of thinking, boys. You can do it. But but diapers go like I honestly looking back at it now, I, I would have gone out and. I would have gone to Target because Amazon's got deals. Your your Bye Bye Baby, which is shitty anyway, fucking avoid them. I highly suggest Amazon. They have constant deals. They get shipped right to your house within a day or two with how these people are pumping out products from their factories that are just popping up everywhere. Use Amazon. It's absolutely, it's delicious. I loved it. <laughs> I'm out of control today. I had a huge breakfast. Um, just a quick sidebar. So we, it, you know, I, I'm feeling under the weather. I had like a, a close to a hundred degree temperature last night, but I don't let that stop me. I'm not letting that shit stop me. I've, I, I got a headache right now and I'm still doing this for you guys. You know, I, for me, it helps me rethink things and learn, but Eric and I went out and we had a great breakfast. I'm actually keeping the food down. Thank God I need to lift today, but it, oh, it was such a good morning just to do stuff for ourselves and to kind of get our heads back on. You know, we dropped Axel off at childcare, which is something I now have to budget for. That's what I'm trying to get into. And um, with budgeting, I was like, you know, I looked at the sheet before I went out because I hadn't checked it yet this week, which shame on me. I should have done it yesterday, which is usually my days to check the budgets every Sunday. And I looked at it and I was like, baby, we can, we got money we haven't spent in one category you want to go out and breakfast? You want to go to breakfast, babe? And we did. We went and I had such a huge meal. She enjoyed her sausage, gravy, biscuits, whatever that southern dish is called. I can't stand it. You know, sue me. Um, I'm a good old northern boy. We don't have that bullshit up there. We have shit on a shingle, which if no one knows what that is, that's cream chip beef on a slice of thick toast. And it's absolutely delicious. <sighs> but anyway, <laughs> enough uh, of me being... Uh, yeah, honestly, I think me being sick helps me be a little bit more open and uh, personable on this podcast instead of sitting here like a robot just spitting information to you guys. I kind of like it, honestly. Um, if you do, let me know down below or you know, shoot me a DM on Instagram, which is at New Dad City. Hit me up on there. Um, anyway, back to the topic at hand. So 
So, uh, you know, I would have gone out and looked at these things because there's different sizes, um, which is, you think it would be standardized, but different brands have different weight classes, I guess you could say. Like, you know, they have newborn, which is MB, and then they have one, two, three, four, but then they go up into the T's and training pants and all this crap, which we're not there yet, but I think we're in like the threes now. Um, and we use the pamper pures. Those are the ones that don't give axle a rash. We were on the Millie moons and those jerk offs decided to put some chlorine shit, which we thought they were chlorine free. And now he just gets a huge red rash. And it was amazing because they held so much pee in them and it wouldn't wake him up in the middle of the night. And now the pampers pure, while they don't leak, they don't hold as much as the other ones. And now we're just like, oh, he fusses more whenever he's, you know, he got it. Um, uh, formula, like, dude, the formula's just, formula's going to be a toss-up, honestly. Um, oh, I think my heads, headphones are going out. Do I have to go get it? Yep. I might have to go get a new pair of headphones today. Oh, well, more money out the pocket. Good thing I budget for that kind of shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we were on the, the the Total Care 360 Sensitive. I think it's called by uh, Similac. It's in an orange can, and that one was, like, almost 50 bucks. And you get, I think... Like a gallon, I think it's, I think you get around a gallon of formula out of it. And uh, we recently went back down. We started off at Kendamil, which is like the you know I talked about this before. Kendamil is like you know the the very limited ingredients. It's got whole milk fats in it. It's by the European standard, which they do baby formula way better. It's like one thing Europe does way better than us. Um, <laughs> oh, Seventeen seventy six, baby, let's go. July 4th, baby, let's go freedom, USA, USA. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so we went back to that. It's cheaper. It's like 10 bucks cheaper. And you get the same amount in there. And it, and with the food incorporated, he drinks a little bit less. And the prices start leaning out. And I cannot wait till he gets a year where he can drink Moo Moo Cow Milk that we all do. And then he's going to be in the, he's getting the gains, baby. Let's go. And it's just going to be so much cheaper. Um, the, so, <laughs> so, so if you get a chance, guys, like if your wife's pregnant now and you have the chance, go out to go out, get a little tiny notebook or something, put it in your notes section in your phone and just kind of price out. Yeah. With inflation and how the market pricing goes, whether it's going to go up or go back down, who knows, just kind of get an idea of what you're going to need to budget for me personally. Like I said, when it comes to food slash groceries, I put Axel's stuff in there. Because I know that I'm not going to take it from, it's not going to be in another fund and then I'm going to forget or I have another column in my budget spreadsheet that says Axel. Like I, I like my stuff a little bit more compact when I'm tracking it. So I throw it in, in food and groceries and it does me well. I add an extra 50 to 75 bucks to it. And, you know, sometimes maybe we can't do fun and other fund for those, those two, week, two weeks in that pay period. So be it. Who gives a fuck? I'm, I'm working most of the time anyway. And if I'm not, I'm doing this and being a parent. And, and there's just no time for it. I think the most that Eric and I spend money during the week is we DoorDash five guys once a week because that is just our jam. It's the only DoorDash that doesn't get fucked up by these people. And yeah, that's all we need. I mean, granted, it's expensive. It's like 50 bucks, but it's one of those little things that just kind of, it just makes you feel good in the moment. Obviously, I'm on the toilet the next day, but who gives a fuck in the meantime, right? You got to do those things that make you feel good. 
in the moment. It, personally, choose something healthier. I'm not a prime example when it comes to this, but you get what I mean. You get what I mean. Um, and, and and this this kind of moves into the the next little thing with um so so like non essentials. You know, there's a lot of, you see a lot of products on, on Facebook, you see it advertised on Instagram, your TikToks, and there's a lot of social pressure to buy these trendy things. And you hear mom saying like, oh yeah, I wish I would have had this. I didn't get it. It's like, well, what good is your advice if, if you didn't have it? You have no idea. Oh, well, I seen it. You know, dad's saying like, oh yeah, I liked this carrier and stuff like this. It's like, did you use it? Well, yeah, I used it a couple of times, but he grew out of it. It's like, then how the fuck do you know? You know? you know, uh, designer clothes, um, the latest gadgets and toys. Like there was so much stuff that we ordered. We didn't even use our bottle warmer. We didn't. Okay. So here's a fancy gadget that I will recommend. It is ease of, it it just, it's, it's very easy to use and it, it takes the pressure off of bottle making in the middle of the night. So what, you should do after you get off of this podcast or pause it now and go look at it. If you have the money or throw it on your baby registry so you ain't got to fucking pay for it, is look up Baby Brezza. It's B R E Z A, I think it is. Baby Brezza. And it's just the water dispenser. Do not get the Keurig where you put the powder in it and mix it. They, they've already openly admitted. You can go on Reddit and look at this. This is where I found it. Um, you can go in the cesspool of Reddit. Sometimes it has good information. And it, it, they were saying that the, the software engineers had messed up the codes that you punch in on top of it, and it was either underfeeding or overfeeding with the formula mixture. So don't waste your money on it, especially if you get something like a Kenda Mill or a, a Bobby or I think it's called Earth's Best, like any of those non-standard like Similax or Infamils or anything like that. Just, just don't do it. The best thing you can do, in my opinion, in my experience – is look up the Baby Brezza water dispenser, and it has three settings. It has room temperature, it has slightly warm, and then second level two warm, level one warm, level two warm, and room temperature, and just experiment. That way, the it comes out completely heated, and all you got to do is refill it. I think it fits like 32 ounces in it, so a quart. And Axel goes through one of those in like a day. The only thing that sucks about it, excuse me, I'm readjusting myself, the only thing that sucks about it is that you can't like detach the um, the the container off off the top of the actual dispenser and like walk over to your refrigerator. So, so what we do is we just have a separate like thirty two ounce like an old Gatorade bottle or an old water bottle or pitcher or something, and we just go to the fridge and fill it up and then just set it next to the to the water dispenser. I actually bought an extra one, so we have one downstairs and we have one in his room just for, it's super easy. I think I got mine on sale for like 30 some bucks on Amazon. So look for those Black Friday sales, the Christmas specials. Um, maybe Easter has one. Um, and Prime Days on Amazon, Prime Days are a big one. But you get the idea. And, and and that was like the one gadget that we really liked. But all these other ones, like like I said, the, the actual formula mixer, that was complete shit. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. Oh, there's there's one that is like a baby food maker where you put like water on the one side and like all your other food. You can put like raw chicken in it and vegetables and all this other shit. And it kind of it mixes up and poops it out and into a mixture. Honestly, if you already have a blender and you have everybody has a stove, pots and pans, I would think 
just do it yourself. You got enough time. You got enough time when it's time, when, when it's, when your kid's old enough to do it. And plus like if I feel like I bond more with Axel cause I'm, I feel more like a dad and I'm, I'm feel like I'm fulfilling that duty, the duty that I, that I explained in the other episodes of being a father and I'm doing it with integrity and honesty and I'm preparing all these good foods for him. I know that I'm giving him a healthy dose of vegetables, which has all these vitamins and micronutrients and blah, 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 blah in it. And it just, I, I have a bigger connection to my boy, especially since I'm working all the time and I don't get to see him as much as mom does. So that's how I, I justify not buying that, that silly gadget. Maybe you want it. Maybe you got the money. If you have fuck you money, go ahead and blow it more power to you. But as someone who has to budget every week and every paycheck, I, I don't have that F you money. So I digress. Moving on. <laughs> Um, so, so with all these, with all these funds, obviously I've spoke about it. You, you're going to have to readjust your, your budget. One thing, one, you know, a pitfall that people fall in that I fell into is I didn't, um, I didn't readjust. There was some neglect there and, you know, not revising your, your budget with, with these new expensive of like formula and stuff like that. And just going, Oh yeah, we got the money. It definitely, it causes a financial strain and not that I have never have not had the money. But sometimes you have to dip into those other categories or you go, man, I can't save this much and put this much towards my IRA or family emergency fund. And, and it sucks. You know, you feel like you, you haven't been doing your job correctly and, and that's not, and that's not something you want to do. And so, so what I'm getting at is regular assessments are necessary. Like I do mine every Sunday. Do I necessarily need to do it? No, but I like to do it weekly because it makes me feel good inside knowing that I'm able to provide efficiently and effectively for my family. And um, I, I mentioned this just 15 seconds ago, but the do not overlook your emergency funds, your family emergency funds. And and I, I definitely looked the overlooked the importance of of having it or, or not necessarily having it, but increasing it. Because now not only do I need an emergency fund for Erica and I, but now stuff for Axel. So it, I, you don't want to talk about the bad things that could happen, but we'll just label them as unforeseen, I guess. Um, so, so when you have unforeseen expenses uh, like medical emergencies or God forbid you have a, you know, you get laid off and stuff, you want to be able to provide for your family and not blow up your credit cards because digging yourself into a deeper hole just creates this financial paradox and a loop that never closes. And you just keep going in this circle of what I call financial hell. And, you know, you get a job, you pay off the old debt, you lose your job, use credit cards, go into debt, blah, blah, blah. And you just keep going repeating. And you don't want to do that. It's not financially responsible. And it kind of makes you, you know, an irresponsible father. But, um, so, so anyway, I mean, I'm not really good at transitions into different topics that I want to speak about. So please forgive me. I'll eventually develop some sort of way to publicly speak better. Um, but anyway, the impact that these financial pitfalls have on new families is obviously stress and anxiety. I just t talked about the debt spiraling, um, strained relationships, and uh, you compromise future savings. So uh, let me go ahead and, and jump into a little bit of those. Um, stress and stress and anxiety is is something we all want to avoid. You're, yes, you're going to encounter it as just being a new father and not knowing what the hell you're doing. 
um, unless you're listening to the uh, New Dad City podcast, which is on Spotify and Apple and YouTube, Instagram, go ahead and go there for the best advice in the world. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I, sorry, blacked out there. I don't know what happened. Um, but all this stress and anxiety that you're automatically going to have as being a new dad and or being a, a dad that has an older kid experiencing it again, like maybe you're going to experience the stress and anxiety again because you've forgotten what it was like or you've forgotten how to raise a, a younger one, whatever. I'm not in that boat. I'm just trying to speculate and, and trying to relate to, to uh, the, the veteran dads as well. But the, the mental, the mental and, and physical health from the stress and anxiety, it definitely plummets. And it, it takes a toll on, on your parenting and the, and the overall family atmosphere. Anybody who is a neg- in a negative mood just has that black cloud over them. It affects other people because say, say I'm in a bad mood and my wife is having a happy day. If I bring that BS back home or around her, it's just going to drag her down because She's just going to, she's going to see how I feel. And no matter what she does, it's like, Oh, what's your problem? And that just causes an argument. And whether or not she meant to say, what's your problem in like a shitty, shitty way, or she's genuinely asking when you're in those negative mindsets, you're automatically going to perceive everything as an attack. And that's just fact, Jack. So if you can avoid stress and anxiety, do it, prepare yourself, be financially responsible. Um, The debt spiraling. I don't need to rehash that. We already talked about that. Don't get caught in that that uh, circle of hell, financial hell. Um, the strained relationships, I just mentioned that, and the stress and anxiety one. You know, financial strain can cause tension between you and your wife, and, and it often leads to arguments and dissatisfaction, and, and, and it impacts the family's emotional well-being, like I said. And you don't want, you obviously don't want that. And in saying this right here, a, a lot of the stuff that I speak about should be common sense, but for some reason... I just completely forgot all about it. It's just, it went out the window and it's like, Oh, how do I even make a husband life do good? And it's just like, no, I don't know. Maybe you should take a step back or something, man. Like, look at your shit. And now that I, you know, I'm able to think more clearly. My son is becoming more independent and entertaining himself. He's at daycare, uh, childcare during the day and all this stuff. And I get to get things done and straighten things out. It's like, you look back on it and it's like, Holy cow. Like, you know, I had this talk with my wife today when we were in the car driving home from eating breakfast. It's like, I looked at a picture of Axel when he was little. And the only th- real thing I remember is holding him when he came out and, you know, I got to do the dad and son skin to skin contact. They allow you to do that, which like I've discussed before, if you don't do it, shame on you. You're an idiot. Do it. And looking at pictures of him now and playing with him now and pictures back then when he was a month old, two months, it's like, wait a minute, you used to look like that. How did you feel when I held you? How tiny were you? How much did you weigh? Did you stink? Did you smell? Did you smile? Did you open your eyes and blink at me? Like, dude, I was so tired. And I told what Erica and I talked it up to. It's like, we don't feel bad that we don't remember every little thing because we have pictures and videos to jar our memory and kind of bring it back into the front of our mind. But with how exhausted and stuff you are, wait for it here. So I'm getting to. So with how exhausted and stuff, you don't have time to think you only have time to like say react. And if you don't prepare for all that stuff, like finances, you're just going to, it's going to spiral out of control and, and it's just going to create all that stress and anxiety. It's going to death spiral you and it's going to strain your relationships. And lastly, it's going to impact your future savings because you have no budget. You have no idea how to save because you're like, Oh my God, I got to go buy this. I got to do this and all this other stuff. And it is just a complete shit show sometimes. 
And with, with immediate financial, when immediate financial demands overshadow long-term planning, it negatively affects like, you know, your future. You, you, um, you forget that you can start saving for your, your kid's education or, or even your own retirement because you get caught up in like stuff. Like I said, the allure of non-essentials, you know, neglecting your, your budget, underestimating baby essentials, uh, you know, and, and I'll, I'll say it again, prepare, pre freaking pair for all of this. Now, as we wrap up today's episode on, you know, the pitfalls of uh, financing and 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 re- being able to recognize them, I, I really encourage you guys, dads, come on now, listen to me when I say this. I really encourage you to take a moment and reflect on your current financials, your current financial strategy that you use now just for you and just for your wife, you and your girlfriend. Maybe you're on a single dad and you're planning it to have this kid in your life, adoption, whatever. You get the idea. Take a moment and reflect on it. How are you doing? Are you taking steps to alleviate debt? Are you still are you are you able to save? Are you just getting by? Do you need to live under, you know, under or below your means? Think about all that stuff. Are you prepared for the unexpected costs of parenthood? Real are are you? I wasn't. I shared my experience. I wish I could go back and prepare myself. We thought we did with a baby registry. What we could have done was actually go out to the stores and plan. I could have wrote stuff down. I could have added more to my budget, say, when Axel was born. And from you know then on, in, in, you get it. So prepare, prepare, prepare. Uh, if, I'm not, if I haven't said it enough and I haven't annoyed you enough with that word, pre-fucking-pair for it. <laughs> Hopefully I've driven that home. And if, if today's discussion sparked, you know, some concern or curiosity in the finances, I, I really strongly urge you to take the next step or not. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be the next step or the, we'll say the first step, the first baby step, no pun intended. If you want to, you can head over to the YouTube or the previous episode and, and watch the video on budgeting. It's very simple. It is not difficult. And What's today? The 20th. Let me go ahead and click up on my calendar. We'll say this. I will make a promise to you guys that I will get a simple spreadsheet out by Wednesday morning. So be on the lookout for that. I'll create a link where you can download it from my Google Drive. It'll be completely free. So what you'll have to do when you get it is you'll have to save a copy as your own. I think that's how Google runs it. You'll have to save a copy as your own and you'll be able to edit it from there. I strongly encourage you not to mess with the formulas Unless you're like tech savvy, then by all means, go ahead and and learn for yourself to incorporate your own formulas you want. But it's a it's it's something I want to give to you guys because it's something that you can use. I've always loved spreadsheets; they've always helped me out. And uh, I'll I'll create a couple. I'll do you know every two weeks, every week, and every every month, just so you guys have the different financial scenarios and go from there. Please, please, please use it. I really encourage you, I'm going to say it again, prepare for being a dad and the financial responsibility that comes along with it. That way you do not have to stress and have anxiety over shit that doesn't need to be stressed about. And additionally, please don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast for more insights, more experience that I have to share with you guys. And 
you know, the, the tips that, that can empower you as a dad on your journey of becoming a father, if you're expecting, if you're a new dad and veteran dads who have lost their way, hit that follow button, head on over to the Instagram at new dad city, go over to the YouTube at new dad city. The communities are growing. We're getting stuff out there. We're having people ask questions. We're having people comment and respond. And I want to know what you guys think. We need to make sure that smart financial planning is a part of our parenting toolkit. And I'm trying to arm you guys with that. All you got to do is bend over and pick it up. Pick up the metaphorical toolkit that Kevin at New Dad City is laying down for you. And until next time, keep on dadding, fellas. <laughs>